Dale Not Dale Podcast. What up, Bonnie? What up? We are. We're here. We're recording. We're recording. You anything you want to say? Nope. Nothing? No. Uh, but I was going to tell you about this crazy day I had. Okay. So I woke up this morning at 4.30 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> "Some there's like this noise in my closet. And I'm like, dude, I think the cat's in there. Uh-huh. So I walk in, walk in there, no cat. And I like move my clothes. I'm like, what is that scratching noise? Yep, I'm, St- I'm intrigued. Yeah. I stick my head in there and then like I find this shirt at the bottom. Yeah. And on that shirt it says, we're back. <laughs> That was a long way to say we're going to sell merch with a shirt that says we're back on it. <laughs> How'd you find it? We ain't made it yet. Oh, I know. It was, I, I don't know. Uh, man, this is awesome. Somebody just, I think somebody, somebody sent it to our P.O. Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. P.O. Box 88. P.O. Box 88. If you want to send us anything, just send it there. Yeah. We'll put, it's on our website. We'll wear it. We actually got a new website coming up. Oh, I saw the preview we got today. A pre- we got a preview today from our boy Vito, our, our art director of the show, and uh looks good. We got a few things we're going to add to it. I can't wait. One thing we're going to add is a sponsors tab. Yep. And speaking of sponsors, we should give a shout out to Good Ranchers, fine folks there that are our show presenter. Uh, use our code. D&D pod at goodranchers.com for $20 off your first order. Yep. And if you use uh, use that code within the month of April, you'll get free bacon for a year. One and a half pounds per box. Yeah, man. I love their bacon, dude. It is. So good. I like to pig out on it. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. If it wasn't, that'd be oinky. <laughs> Wow. That was weird. Yeah. I like it. That felt weird. Uh, so, yeah. GoodRanchers.com. Them guys, like I said, man, we, I love subscribing to them. Uh, the meat's great. Get free bacon. I love that. Uh, come straight to your door. And, you know, it's just it's great food. Family can enjoy it. It's stuff that you feel good eating. Really is. Uh, all from the USA, man. I actually am. Uh, I've got a little bit left, and it's about a new box time. I got some ground meat. I need to make some burgers with. I still have a little bit of burgers left. Burgers are good. I killed the steaks, dude. Golly, those things are no oh, money. It is. I call them money. Is that what you call them? Yeah. Do you make that same face every time I eat them? Oh, money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so GoodRanchers.com, D and D Pod. Use our code, please help us out. Help out our sponsor. Uh, we'll have them on our website. We're working on that, so we need to get with them, get some yeah, some stuff for that. And more importantly, help yourself out and beat the meat inflation. Exactly. You know, I need I, Ben told us he's gonna get us some Good Ranchers merch, so yeah. maybe we should get some and see if we can get some extra and do like some giveaways. Yeah, I like giveaways. We'll do some giveaways. I like giving away things that I didn't pay for. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Oh no, no, you don't pay for anything. <laughs> Uh, hey, we got a fun episode today, man. I'm Dude, excited. I'm this, excited. This is, uh, this is a big get. Dude, this is a big get. It's the first person we've had on our show that's faster than us. Oh, indeed. Allegedly. And he, we, we don't really know, but I would say he's probably maybe a little faster. I mean, faster. he's faster on paper. Uh, yeah. Just because he... And like on TV, he might be faster. Yeah, but I'm not running on TV. I know, but I think in real life, we probably got him. I mean... 
I think we can. He looks like a video game on ESPN, and I don't think it's true. I mean, how can you run you that big, that much muscle? I do it. Every, I mean, I do it every day. But I how mean, do you? I'm just, I don't have that much, I don't have that much muscle. Uh, so we have Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler from the Chargers. Not the San Diego Chargers, but no. the Los Angeles. Los Chargers. Angeles Chargers. He is the starting running back. This dude is a stud. He's been like the uh, rushing touchdown leaders like the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this dude's doing it. I mean, he's not just a running back in the NFL. Like he is one of the guys. Yeah. So we got to get him on, and we got to try to help to get him paid, man. I think this is the last year of his contract. So. We're starting a petition. We'll start a petition, man. We got to get him on. Yeah. Got to get him paid. We do. I, maybe we need to chunk some money at him. I mean. I will, okay, let me rephrase. Maybe I need to chunk some money at him. Yes. Just put my name on the card. Of course. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. He does have a foundation. We could donate. When we sell some merch, maybe we can sell, we could do a, do a thing, give some to his Austin uh, Eckler Foundation. Yeah, his his foundation is really cool. Yeah. I read a little bit about it. Yeah, so we're going to ask him about all that, man. We're going to ask him about football, uh, where he grew up, how we started, how's it feel to be beaten by two middle-aged white guys in a race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can smoke him. I guarantee it. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> no, I'm more so worried about him being worried about it. <laughs> This is going to be so embarrassing when he goes to camp and they're like, dude, we saw that race with you and Dylan Vaughn. Yeah. We got to talk. We got to talk. This way you're not getting paid and they are. They can just bring us on as a three-headed monster. Yeah. I And I don't really want to play that many games. Yeah. I just want to dress out. <laughs> yeah. I want league minimum. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool, man. Austin Eckler. Huge get act. I got connected to him through a mutual friend of a friend somehow. Uh, he's got a new app that I got on personally. I think we need to probably get one for the podcast as well. Yeah. We'll see what that looks like uh, just so we can have more ex- experiences. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to get on there and I'm going to order stuff from myself yeah. to sign. Just to make it look like we're getting orders. Oh, dude. Of course. <laughs> I'm not above that. Fourth one this week. <laughs> Fourth one this week. Yeah, got to transfer some for money maybe, from savings to checking. Maybe we can do an experience where they pay to be a podcast uh, guest. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I, you know, like like this, a five minute deal. Like what, what about like a Dale date? Dude, we gotta fly. Then we gotta fly somewhere. That were you scared? Are they paying for us to fly there? It, it's all how you set up your account, from to, from my understanding. Well, I mean, this might. Like win a date with Tad Hamilton. But the good thing is even if we had to pay for our own flight, we could film the content and then we would get paid from the content. It'd be gold. See, I got it all figured all right, out. We got Sometimes out. being cheap isn't the most least expensive <laughs> option. Well, I don't know. But we do have Austin Eckler from the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. NFL running back stud. Yes. That can beat us in a race, allegedly. Supposedly. We'll ask him about that. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about this. Me too. So uh, I think we need to get him on and see uh, let's see what this fellow's up to. Let's put in the music right here. Here? Or maybe right right here. There. Uncle Dale and Vaughn with stories to unfold. So sit back, relax, and behold. We discussing life and all these ups and downs. Tune in from your side of town. Talking pop cultures, movies, and TV shows. Giving the thoughts and much more. This shit is style, clothes, and gadgets.
even crying But one thing's for sure, you'll be smiling Cause Uncle Dale and Vaughn are at your side So come along, join, and let's ride They bring the heat, and the guests are supreme All right, let's get started, man. What's going on? We got Mr. Austin Eckler on from uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, indeed. What's going on, man? Oh, just shoot, just stacking bricks out here, man. It's off season right now, so I'm just building as much as I can. Well, this is Vaughn, my uh, my co-host. He's not Dale. I'm Dale. What's going on, man? <laughs> glad, you're, glad you're here. Yeah, likewise, man. Likewise. Looking forward to it. I've been excited about this for the, about a week and a half now. Heck yeah, so, man. So off season, uh, you know, hey, recently, real quick, talking about off season football, we 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 just recently played in the celebrity golf tournament in Phoenix for the Super Bowl uh, weekend, and we played with uh, Jeff Darlington, which I'm sure you're familiar with from ESPN, mm-hmm. and uh, we played with Charles Woodson, which was awesome. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's what's up. And he owes How'd us, you guys do? I mean, we he, Charles Woodson and Jay Feely both owe me and Vaughn forty bucks. So <laughs> they were gonna pay it, but we were like, no, no, you're gonna take this one to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, nah, man. Yeah. So, how's all season for you? Man, it's been uh, it's been all over the place. Um, really, there's a lot of working out, but then you know it's time for for me to really get out and start expanding myself. And so I now have my foundation that's doing a couple projects. Uh, obviously, have the my app experience that just launched uh, you know four or five months ago, and then um, continuing to put out content and uh, and pretty much grow connections and things like that. So I'm also looking to get into uh, some more motivational speaking. So uh, I've I've hired, well not hired, I've teamed up with a with a coach um, in that aspect as well, and just really want to continue to bring value to people across the across the the nation and the world. This uh, so one of the things I was reading about your foundation. So can you kind of explain or you know what it, what it does yeah. and things like that? Yeah. So the the motivation behind even starting it was because when I was younger, um, I didn't have the best resources growing up, but I had enough. Um, and I wanted to make sure that the communities that don't even have the resources to get themselves going, um, at least I can do my part to, to provide some of those. And some things like washers and dryers, things like you things you never even expect, right? Uh, up in California, there was a there's a neighborhood elementary school system. It's like five schools where one of the biggest um, reasons that they're not going to school is they don't have clean clothes, access to um, you know cleaning supplies and things like that. So now, right, they can do their their uh, laundry at school, right, with washing drives that we implemented. Uh, we're building some weight rooms. That was a big one for me growing up. Um, just having access to a weight room, it was a way for me to get away to learn phys- physical, mental toughness, uh, you know, social skills, things like that. So it's some fun ones we've been doing, and then equipment. Um, we've been putting equipment back to the community as far as school supplies, um, you know, sports things. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's really putting resources, tangible, physical things that you can use to better yourself. And so that's what we've been doing. We're building a school. We're renovating a school right now in Compton and then also building a weight room in Long Beach. And now a quick word from our sponsor. We're a few months into the year already, and if you haven't changed the way you buy your meat yet, you really need to. Let me tell you three reasons I personally subscribe to Good Ranchers. First off, they're giving free bacon for a year. That's a $240 value. That's a pound and a half of bacon in every box. Go get yours at GoodRanchers.com while I tell you about it. 
This bacon tastes so good, it's because their pork is made the right way. The pigs are never in crates, which happens way too often on factory farms. Good Ranchers never uses antibiotics or adds any hormones, and their pork is from heritage breeds that have, has, that have historically produced the best pork in the world. Reason number two to subscribe to Good Ranchers is that you lock in your price when you subscribe. My grocery bill would go up every week if it weren't for Good Ranchers. I consistently get the same quantity and quality meat every single time, so subscribe and enjoy the security of their price lock guarantee today. Finally, you should subscribe because everything they sell is so good. They're all natural burgers, USDA prime steaks, and better than organic chicken have changed my standard for great meat, and it will change yours too. Head to GoodRanchers.com and use my code DNDPOD for $20 off your box. Get free bacon, great meat, a secure price, and a bonus $20 off at GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use our code DNDPOD when you subscribe. That's awesome. So where are you from? Where'd you grow up? So I am from originally Colorado. Yep, from Colorado and was there. Went to college, went to high school and college there. I went to Western Colorado University. Um, my high, my head coach just calls it college because uh, no one no one knows where that is. But the small, it's a small school, man. Up in up in the mountains in Colorado. Did a lot of ice fishing, uh, a lot of hiking and rafting. Um, up in Gunnison, Colorado, a little uh, tourist town where there's a, a random college up there. That's where I got my education, and then uh, went and played football. Nice. Hey, yeah. when so what I was what one of the things that I had was kind of interested in. So when you went to it's Western Colorado, right? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I had it as Western State. But. Yeah, they changed the name. So oh, it's Western okay. Colorado University now. Yeah. There you okay. go. Okay. Oh, see, yep. it's getting bigger. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's because it's yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> So when you were when you were there, I, I guess going in and playing football, obviously it being a D two school, was the end road NFL, or it, in your mind was it you were just playing for fun, and then that just became a thing, or was that well, I wasn't necessarily wanted. I wasn't just playing for fun. I was really playing to pay for my education yeah. um, because I thought my that's where my next opportunity was going to be was in my education. I was um, going into business. I was going into energy management, so I was going to work in some type of oil and gas. Um, field and out there in Colorado on the business side. And so I actually had an internship um, with Noble Energy as a landman. Basically, you're the you're the middleman between the company and the private um, yep. mineral yeah. owners, right? Yep. And yep. So, yeah, so that's what I was doing uh, for a summer. And in D2, you don't get full rides like you do in like D1 where you get like 86 full rides per program. Yeah. Like that's not a thing. Like they just give you like, hey, we're going to give you, I think my scholarship starting out was like 4000 bucks a semester, something like that. Um, and so that's what I had to pay for everything. So had some leftover at the end because $8,000 is not going gonna to pay for college. And so was really just focusing on trying to increase that. And the way you did that was All-American, All-Conference, all of those. Um, and so that's exactly what I did. And I wasn't really focused on the NFL at all. That wasn't even in my mind. I didn't think about the NFL. Um, it was really just, okay, let's continue to play well so I can right, get more money to play, pay for school. And then that will probably be an opportunity for me. And I did that well enough to actually get an opportunity to, uh, yeah, go get a chance at an NFL team. So how did, at what point did you know, wow, this is this, the NFL's in within reach i mean was that your junior I mean, year I, didn't until I made a team um but you know because <laughs> <laughs> for me like like i said i was focused on on school and really in football um just to continue to pay for my education but really 
I started having success. I started as a as a freshman, you know, was like freshman offensive player of the year, right? Academic All-American and then basically hit that every single year. Offensive player of the year, academic All-American, All-American, you know, I was like runner up for like the D2 Heisman twice. Um and right. so was having success and so didn't really know that I was getting recognized at the NFL level because we never had anyone that had any interest from the NFL before me. So I didn't see like, oh, these guys are scouting one of our seniors on the team. And I, so I see scouts around. Like that wasn't a thing. And so when I became a senior, there was scouts around. Um, they were watching me practice. They're out there interviewing me. They're like taking me in um, and, and, you know, watching film with me. And I'm like, okay, this is an actual real opportunity that I have never <laughs> even seen, never knew anything about. I didn't really grow up watching the NFL. I grew up watching professional bull riding. Um, and so it's like for me, it's a whole new world, man. <laughs> yeah. And so and so I'm getting acclimated to this, and then, you know, that's when it really started to become a real opportunity for me, where I yeah. was really starting to think about it when scouts started showing up to my practice. So did you ever ride a bull? I rode, I've ridden three bulls in my lifetime. And that's... You going eight, uh, eight seconds? Not for me. I never got eight seconds. And so that's, <laughs> that's yet to be done. That will never be done in my lifetime by myself. You would think <laughs> it would only take you one bull to ride to not have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but here you yeah. are, ride it three times. But when you grow up in a cowboy household, right, watching it, growing up around it, horses, you know, I grew up on a, a small ranch out in Colorado. Um, that was just what we did, you know, <laughs> hunting, fishing, riding horses, riding bulls. That's what you did. <laughs> Play some sports here and there. Well, that sounds like a fun childhood. Yeah. So I'm from Louisiana. Uh, well, it's, you, you learn how to work, that's for sure. You know, yeah. those, are, those are the highlights of it. But uh, there's a lot in between that. That is uh, pretty grueling for sure. Um, building a lot of barbed wire fence, you know, was one of one of my go-to's that we had to do. That Ugh. really taught me how to work hard. Um, and it was a it was a household. There was like there was really no excuses, right? It was get it done and get your ass whooped. Like, yeah. you know, this is how. Yeah. That, that's just that, that country life, you know. Um, so that's what I grew up in. I'd have never made it. Yeah, Vaughn don't like to get dirty. <laughs> no, if I calluses, calluses. I'm scared of calluses. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so he's from Texas. I'm from Louisiana. We both live in. We're not, uh, we're south of Houston now, so uh, you know, like I said, we grew up in the south where I had buddies that did rodeo and stuff like that. I didn't do it. I just I was scared of snakes too. I didn't go in the woods. <laughs> I didn't hunt until I've gotten older. Now I, we we go hunting with customers. I'm in the oil and gas industry, which you know that's kind of yeah. part of it. Entertainment that's part of it. So, uh, but yeah, we didn't grow up riding bulls, but. We grew up going to Houston. Been rodeo. around it, been around yeah. it, so yeah. it's not too foreign for you. Because I get out to California, people are like what. Like that, people do that. You know, it's like, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, what's, fun, what's funny is I, uh, so living in Texas, we always hear, oh yeah, y'all, y'all rode horses to school, right? So nobody <laughs> rides horses to school in Texas, but I went to, when I went to college, I went to college at Oklahoma state and I'll tell you what, people ride their horses wow. to, to high school in no, uh, Oklahoma. Oh, everybody wow. was telling me, oh, yeah, we used to ride our horses. There was horse parking. Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. like, oh, my God, y'all went to class Different smelling. Different lifestyle, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Went to class smelling like horses. Oh, yep. man. I had buddies that come to school with, like, freaking squirrel tails on their pants and stuff with them hunting squirrels in the morning. I'm like, yeah. I just wasn't about that. <laughs> Nothing like a good meal of tree, right? Yeah, no, no, no. we didn't have a lot of any of that. So what part of Colorado were you in? Uh, we were in Weld County. So it's top uh, northeast side. So out in the plains, out by Nebraska and Wyoming. 
So okay. not in the mountains. I didn't go to the mountains until college. And so we're out in the flatland, a lot of agriculture, right? A lot of, you know, fields, oil and gas everywhere, um, farmland, things like that. So how would your how was your high school career, man? Were you did you play multi positions being a stud? Yeah, man. So just coming through high school, um, you know, we're at a small one stoplight town, like four thousand strong. You know, Eaton, Colorado, um, yep. one of those towns you kind of drive through. Now it's a lot bigger. I think they got two stoplights now, so uh -oh. we're uh, they're on the rise. Um, <laughs> but back then, man, it was like like I told you, like a small farm town, like onion fields and cornfields all around it. And uh, kind of just grew up with everyone there, right? We all stayed there, like the same group that I went to kindergarten with, I graduated with. Yeah. Um, so I knew everyone's family. They knew my family, right? Our, it was a sports town too. So that's why I kind of got acclimated to, to normal sports and not the, the cowboy life kind of transition there. And then, um, yeah, man, so I played basketball, track, and football. And football, I pretty much dominated. I only played running back. My coach told me, he's like, hey, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt playing running back. Um, so... <laughs> Which is good because I was scoring like four or five touchdowns a, oh. a game. My, my senior year, I had like 43 touchdowns and like 2,000 oh, rushing yards, you dude, know. That's, that's cheat mode. Oh, so here's dude. the thing. Here's the thing. When you're at a small school, what do you got to do? You better be dominating, right? Yeah, that's how you know That's true. And so I guess what? That's exactly what I was doing. But I, apparently it wasn't enough because I didn't have anyone from the Division One or Division One AA come even try to even look at me. Um, even though I was going to camps and stuff like that, but no one would touch me. And so, um, finally, you know, Western came to me and like, Hey, we want you to come play running back for us. And that was the only offer I ended up getting. Um, but yeah, high school man dominated play 43, you know, touchdowns. 43. I, yeah. It's about four or five, six a game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's unheard of where we're from. You look, you look, I wasn't a linebacker then I would have got you. You had 40 instead of 45. I would have been the kicker. I would have been the running back and the linebacker and the quarterback. You're everything you know, in those towns, right? Cause you're the, you're playing other teams that also have like 4,000 people in the town, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, whoever's stud versus the other stud, you know. I would have just played punter. I wouldn't play yeah. any other position. I was so, also the punter. There so. did you go. So did you uh, – who was the stud you played against? Any any studs that went to NFL that you played against in high school? Ooh, no. Not huh? any other school. <laughs> so they weren't that good. Crazy enough, though, um, one of my best friends, his name's Trent – um, he's been in the league for like five years now. We graduated K through 12 together. Um, he was a tight end um, for us, but then transitioned to long snapper. Now he's been the long snapper for the Raiders and just you know got picked up by the uh, Cowboys. So we graduated together. Oh, We've nice. been in the league for together for a few years now. And then there was uh, another guy before us. He was like maybe five years older than us. Um, also was in the NFL, Mitch Unrein. He was a defensive end, played for like eight, nine years. Um, so whatever for whatever reason that small town Good. was putting out a couple uh, NFL guys, dude. Long snappers got to be a great position. It's a great position. God. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a lot of time on your hands. That's for sure. There's not a lot of expectation. You have one job. Yep. Yeah, uh, don't screw it up. I call them scarecrows because basically they. they they snap the ball, then they don't have to go down and do anything. They're just scaring, <laughs> scaring the returner or whoever has the ball to the other guys, right, that are supposed to be making the tackles. Um, so you literally just snap it and then jog down the field, and then, then you're good. So, yeah, it's not a bad gig. That's, what I, that's the position I want. <laughs> that would, uh, I don't want anybody to touch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely the, that or quarterback because, I mean, those guys can't get touched, and they get paid $50 million a year. So. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of quarterbacks, you got a you got a heck of a one to backfill with you, man. You got a stud with you. Yeah, yeah, man. Jay Herb, man. He's uh he's been growing. He's been growing. He's obviously younger, but definitely finding his way real quick. Um, we got to help him out, man. He, he's given us an opportunity to go and, and you know make a good run, but 
like I said, we got to help him out. We got to be more consistent. I remember um, just last year, right? Last year we ended, right? 27 to zero. We ended up losing the game versus Jags. Terrible finish. Um, And I I know I'm still hungry from that, man. I can't wait to get back into (laughs) training camp because that's all I'm going to be. I'm going to be just bringing that energy back. I want everyone salty the entire year because we freaking made all that 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 way, right? Put all that season in, all that work, and then freaking lost after being up 27 to zero um, in the playoffs. I got oh. so I got a good I got a good buddy I need to give a shout out to my friend I got a friend named Jordan Fleming he's he lives in Napa he's a winemaker but he uh he's a big Chargers fan and so I t- I messaged him said I was going to have you on he couldn't believe it and he's like right. man he goes Chargers need to pay that man that's what he told me <laughs> he goes yes man sheesh. <laughs> he, he he loves you. he loves you though I was like man I said I'll give also give you a shout out his, his name's Jordan so yeah, Jordan's Jordan, a big Jordan, fan man what's up? Yeah, yeah, tell him I said, what's up? I appreciate the love, man. He Shout said he'll try to negotiate for you. He wants you there. <laughs> Thanks, man. I need uh, everyone. But, I need everyone to start a petition. You know, dude, hey, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be on. I'm going to get Darlington to put this on ESPN for us. Yeah, we're going to text him. Tell him to put it on <laughs> yeah, ESPN. Yeah. And don't worry, go. you always got a spot down here in Houston for the Texans. I mean, good luck on winning, yeah. but yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, look for me. It's it's about principle at this point. Like it's yeah, the the money is great, but it's like hey, like I'm you know I'm one of the top guys in the league as far as running backs. Like how can I not get a multi year deal here? It's kind of kind of crazy, and not just me, but how can Saquon Barkley not get one? Josh yeah. Jacobs, right? Tony Pollard. Like how 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 do we not getting multi year deals? You know, we're, yeah. they're trying to put one year deals on us, and so you know something's uh, something's not right. Let's just say that in the running back market. Yeah. So who's your favorite running back growing up? Like when you started, I guess you, you found that position and you, you probably had to play Man, you. that was just what I played ever since flag football. I never watched – I didn't watch anybody. Like I told you, I didn't watch the NFL. I didn't watch college really. I just I just played, and that was what I was best at. Um, I was one of the fastest guys out there. Funny story. My first ever like flag football game, I'll never forget this, I was playing left guard, and we called the pass play. And so I thought it was pass. I'm just a tiny guy. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm pass, so you're supposed to go up for a pass. So I went out as a left guard and caught the ball from the receiver and scored a touchdown. And after that, I never played left guard again. <laughs> so, so from then, from then, I was just, all right, how do we get the ball in Austin's hands? Yeah. Uh, and I just run all over the place. You know? Austin, Same thing like, I do now. Like, who's your favorite athlete growing up? He's like, Lane Frost. <laughs> 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 it wasn't even a football player. It was a bull rider. <laughs> yeah, Chris Shivers, man. Chris Shivers, my guy. You know, uh, that's hilarious. So now, Hi, Murray. Those guys. So now that you're now that you're obviously experienced in the football realm, who who tells like what's the most you get from a person that you resemble or a, a running back that you resemble that's played in the NFL? Who says what's Ooh, your style? Like, see, it's so different because we're all so different. Like. Yeah, yeah. Look, well, you got guys like Derrick Henry, right? Derrick oh, Henry, God. you know, at 6'3", 255, right, plays the same position I do at 5'8", 195, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's a foot taller than me, damn near, you know? It's like, and just a huge, like, he's a fridge. Um, not the fridge, but yep. just that big, right? He's got broomsticks for arms, just stiff arms everybody into the freaking next week. Um, and it's like, okay, well, that works for him, but the things like the things that work for me aren't going to work for anybody else. So really, it's like, what makes you you unique, right? Like yeah. that's what's so special about the running back position, and how well can you do it? How efficient can you do it? How often can you do it? And so for me, it's like I feel like I'm really good at being in the right spot, right time. I don't make mistakes. I'm making the right cuts at the right timing, right? I don't drop balls. I have good route running, right? Crisp, crisp routes, right? Crisp cuts, and that's what makes me efficient, right? It's not. I'm not out here bulldozing everybody, right? There's a there's physics that play a part in the game of football. 
Um, and these guys are all 100 pounds more than me. And so it's not like I'm trucking everybody like some of these other guys, but I'm just efficient with how I move and allows me to right get touchdowns, right, move forward. That's why I led the, led the league in touchdowns for the last you know few years. It's like, oh, efficiency in the red zone. Well, there's not much place to go besides getting the end zone. And so that's what I've been doing. That's why I got 38 touchdowns, you know, in the last two years. Yeah. Um, That's that easy. It's that easy. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's so, so here's the thing. It's, it's simple, but not easy. Yeah. 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 Simple, but not easy. Oh, just, just be efficient and just, you know, be in the right spot and do the right things at the right time. Yeah. Sounds easy. Right. Yeah. No. No, because everyone's trying to do that, right? You have to do it better at a higher level than them and anticipate, right, what type of front it is, what type of scheme they run, how are you going to cut off of it, right? Are you going to be able to make a guy miss? You can have a one-on-one here or there, right? There's all these things that got to be, right, made made uh, the decisions made in the split second, right? And so as you get older, you start to understand the game more. It starts to slow down for you mentally. And then you get to start to be one step ahead, and it allows you to continue to get better. And that's how I think I've been progressing over these last few years is because I've been getting smarter as a player. Not because I've been getting faster, bigger, stronger, pretty much the same as I was my rookie year, but it's because I understand the game more. You and it's it allowed me yeah. to kind of – Yeah, it's allowed me to open up and actually just be in better spots and better situations where it gives me more opportunities to make – more plays so yeah. i think it's the same way any, any pro sport like even baseball you see it like they say the games like kind of slow down for you i guess you're seeing it different that's probably with yeah. your age and your it's, you, it's all the mental part yeah it's never physical physically it never slows down right that'll catch up with everybody yeah but mentally it does you're mentally yeah you it just kind of slows down for you to where you're you understand it more you uh i guess you, you you know your ability and routes. So, I mean, that's the biggest right. thing. Well, it's like, for instance, like, you know, when you're right, running wide zone, you got to, th- I'll say some technical words, you got a three technique to your side, right? That means there's someone between the guard and the tackle, uh, right? And so now it's like, okay, I'm probably peaking that guy. And if he plays out, then I'm probably cutting back in, right? If he plays in, I'm probably staying on my track and going out, right? Little things like that, that, you know, as a rookie, you're not really able to process because you're kind of just re- trying to do your steps and doing that stuff, right? And so you start to add layers onto what you understand in the game and it makes you more efficient right and it makes the greats the best you know that's why tom brady was the goat right because he can get the ball out of his hands immediately because yeah. he know where he's going to go he had that anticipation and if you look at all these other great quarterbacks too it's the same thing for them you know I, that's what i tell everybody that asks me about football exactly yeah. what you just said <laughs> yeah there you go there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that three technique is just always gets yeah me man every it's time. important <laughs> yeah. as a running back you gotta know that and it's hard it's hard to catch somebody who can run a 5 2 40 as well <laughs> you can't run a 5 2 dude <laughs> i can run a no no chance 5 3 Ooh, sounds like a challenge i think all a five right. three. all right we're gonna do one i'm gonna do our youtube channel me and you're gonna race 40 okay done <laughs> Hey, speaking of 40, which, so you did a what a four four three at the combine? Is that what I read? So I, went, I didn't go to the combine. I did a pro day at, pro at day. CU. Okay. okay. Yeah, because uh, up in the mountains, there's a lot of snow out there during during the the spring, so I wasn't able to do like a pro day. Okay. Um, so I had to go to CU, but yeah, four four three um, had a forty one inch vertical. Basically, at my pro day, everyone was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Right, because they were asking my coach, they're like, "Why is this guy D two? Right, if he's this good, like, is he getting arrested? Is it his grades? Right, is he making bad decisions? He's not educated. He's not smart. Right, like, what's wrong with this kid?" And so none of that checked out. Right, I think what for me what was overlooked was the things that you can't measure. Right, so it makes sense that I got overlooked because I had a a deeper passion that was beyond the game of football 
Um, I kind of really just became obsessed with continuing to better myself regardless of the opportunity and not just bettering myself like, oh, I'm going to try hard. Like, no, I, I become obsessed with it and immerse everything in my energy to make this work. Um, and so that's what was really overlooked. And that's why I was overlooked, I think, going into college as well. And then when I got into my opportunity, they kind of was able to see that and feel my energy and feel how much effort I actually put into this stuff. Um, and so once I got into camp, right, I was six string. I was six string. There, there's no six string ever that makes it in the NFL roster. Yeah. Um, but what separated me was literally I was always ready for my opportunity. And when I did get my opportunities, even though it was few, a few, I, w- I would capitalize and I did my job. Right. It wasn't like I was doing anything crazy, making these crazy plays, but I did my job consistently to the point where coaches were like, oh, yeah, we can put Austin in. We trust him. And then eventually I started making plays when I got my opportunities um, later on. But that's that's why I got overlooked. And that's what um, I think separated me at my pro day was like, OK, I, I checked off all the boxes. Yep. Athletically, he's there. And so it's like, OK, so this guy, he's got what it takes. Right. Let's give him an opportunity. And then I finally got the opportunity to go show those, those the things you can't measure. Right. My heart, my dedication, my commitment to it. And that really started to play out when I actually got in front of the coaches and everybody because uh, you can't measure that on paper. Um, yeah. And so. That's what's carried me to this point, right? I was I was a six-string undrafted guy, you know, coming out of Western Colorado. Now I've been starting for the past three years, you know, led the league in NFL and touched it. No one even knew. I came out of nowhere, man. Now I've been leading the league in touchdowns for the last two years, about to do it for a third. That's the goal anyway. And so it's like, for me, I don't know how far I'm going to push this. I don't know. I, ne- I never knew I was going to be here. But guess what? It's that same mentality that I had when I came in my rookie year is that I'm going to immerse myself in everything that I have as far as energy is going to go into this opportunity to see how far we can take it. Dude, I'm getting hyped up. I want to try Dude. it out. I'm, about to, hey, I'm, I'm calling Texans right now. I'm going to run a 5-1 Dude. right now. Hey, you're, you're, this will be your last year of top, oh, uh, top touchdowns. I'm, I'm coming after you. I'm going to use that. I'm going to put that as my – I'm going to re- well, I'm gonna recite this whole thing as my quote. Yeah, you're not gonna sign me. There you go. There you Dude. go. Hope you reach new heights, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So hey, in the in the sales world, I mean, we talk about uh, in any profession, it's about grit and tenacity and process. You know, that's you know that sounds like that's what really drove you. Is uh, yeah, got to have a process. I know you're known as the pound for pound, like the strongest guy. I read a lot about that. I see some of your crazy workouts. So I mean, it's got to contribute to what you're doing. Yeah, man. Um, You know, I I kind of talked about it, you know, but like for me, especially when it came to football, because it was such a big opportunity and I've kind of carried that same mindset that I had when it was really like it wasn't just like I'm going for this. Like it was like, no, like let me how do I tap into like my survival instinct and make sure that Austin Eckler is putting every piece of actual energy that he can into this so that when I'm done. I'm like, there's nothing else I could have done. That was everything. Yeah. That was absolutely everything and there was nothing else, right? Let's go beyond. I don't want to just try hard. I want it to be like, hey, your life depends on this because this is going to affect the, tra- the trajectory of your life, right? And it's either going to be for the better or for the none. And so you got to get it done, right? And you put yourself in that circumstance and that mindset, you, oh, you'll you move a mountain, you know, and you'll you'll do it with everything you got and there's there's no holding back. And so I remember, man, I used to be so stressed, so stressed because I didn't know it, it was this unknown, right? I never moved up on the depth chart, right? I was always six string. I never moved up. I remember sitting down with my coach one time, man. I started tearing up. I was crying because I cared so freaking much. And I was trying so hard. And then I didn't see any results. He's like, look, man, this is how the NFL works. Like, I got to get these guys other reps. When you get stuff, you know, you got to be ready. And that's exactly what it was because I was so prepared. I was so ready. I was so locked in on this being everything. And I remember to this day when I actually made the team, my role was special teams. Yeah, no one knows, no one follows special teams or watches that stuff. But for me, that was my livelihood. And so that's what I treated it like. And so one of my favorite stats to this day is I led the entire NFL on in tackles on punt. 
um, my rookie year, my favorite stat, because that was me getting out there just running for my life. Yeah. Right. I'm running for my life, just trying to tackle people. I never played special teams ever, ever. If I was getting hurt, I was getting hurt playing running back. Yeah. Right? Remember I told you that. Yeah. So I've never done this before. But guess what? That was everything I had to do. That was my job. Go get it done. And so, yeah, guess what I did? I put everything into doing everything I could to possibly try to go get it done. And I did. Right. And it gave me another opportunity. And that's literally that same mindset that continues um, to take me. So those are my principles that I live by. The principles that I live by are, guess what? You can't can you can't control the results, but what you can control is immersing yourself into opportunities and becoming that opportunity as far as learning about it, knowing the people that have done it, talking to them, right, practicing it, right, visualizing it, all of these things that are going to help you, right, when that time comes, be ready to actually go out there and effectively do it, right? That's that's my principle, right, where it's like, let's live by the fundamentals of, of the process, and then the results will play out how they play out. You should be a motivational speaker. I think you should. <laughs> yeah. hey, the funny thing is, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that whole excerpt you just had, and I'm gonna run that at the next sales meeting that I have. That's that was Absolutely. motivational. I, I want to go build something. I want to run through a wall. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the best part about it. I didn't even get to the best part. Um, the best part is, guess what? Even if it doesn't play out, well, first off, let's talk about if it does. If it does play out, guess what? Great, because yep. now you can go right and start building on that and start building that to opportunity. But if it doesn't. The fact that you were able to apply that much energy and that much that much of you as a resource to that, right, shows that you can commit to things, right? And now if it doesn't work out in this, you're going to gain skills from that experience, whether that's te learning from people, learning about yourself, right, how to communicate, educating yourself around just the, the atmosphere, no, no matter what you're doing, right? And now you can apply this to the next opportunity, right? And eventually you're going to catch some traction because you're continuing to build up your floor, right? The value of yourself is increasing, even though you might be not be getting the result you want, you're becoming more valuable because you're learning, you're able to apply new things, you're trying new things, you're meeting new people. And all of these different experiences that you're going through are something that someone is going to desire, eventually, right? But you got to build up and you got to go through that. If you're not going through those and you're not trying new things, you're not building yourself up. So now you're not as desirable as someone who has been doing that. And so guess what? Even if it doesn't play out like you want to, there's there, in my book, there's no there's no way to lose. Great there's value. no way to lose yeah. if you're able to apply yourself like that. I'm going to add that into the sales <laughs> meeting too. <laughs> yeah. All right, Austin, just keep going, dude. We got <laughs> Dude, I love that, man. Oh, man. No, dude, that's so true. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you're building value. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing you got to do for yourself. I mean, you, you want to be valuable. It may not be where you're at, but learn everything you can to where you may be more valuable somewhere else because of what you learned from before. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's even a if thing. it was through failure. Yeah, yeah. you know, learning yeah. from failure for sure. Dang, dude. Yeah, you should be an motivational speaker. I think that's, you're on the right path. Yeah, I told you I'm teaming up with somebody this offseason to help me yeah, get into that space. Well, you don't um, need so. help. You just, yeah. you just did it. <laughs> we all need help. We all need help. You know? <laughs> Always chip it away. Always Even the coaching. professionals got coaches, you know? Yeah. You that's know? True. Dude, yeah. so LaDainia Thomas is one of my favorite running backs ever growing up. And, uh, I mean, hell, you're playing at his former team. Have you got to yep. meet with him? Yeah, all the time. He's around. Yeah. He's still around the Chargers, still around, hangs around the game, so I get to see him uh. all the time. Dude, he was so awesome. He was. I watched yeah. him in college, TCU. I mean, like he was. That's pretty cool. That's that's, that's definitely a cool guy to bounce some ideas off. For uh, I'm sure he he can tell you two, a thing or two about football. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, just a good guy, man. Like just the things that he's doing in the community, trying to write, just create better. Like same thing that I'm trying to do. He's trying to write, create better opportunities for people around around the world, man. That's that's kind of how I, I've been really measuring success. It's like how many lives can you positively impact, right? And it might not be directly, it might be indirectly because of a result of what you're doing out there in the world. And, and so like 
the more you can do that, the more, right, the more you can build your reputation, the more you can, you know, utilize, you know, the things you're doing, the more, you know, access to things that you get, as long as you continue to bring value to people um, in different ways, too. So he's definitely out there doing that ever since he's retired. He's been doing that. And so, yeah, I definitely look up to that, to that for sure. Dude, the stud. Dude, that is awesome. Hey, before, before we move on to some other things, we want to do a quick segment uh, our, from our sponsor, Good Ranchers. It's a... So me and Vaughn are known as kind of being each other's doppelgangers. So one thing we like to ask our people on, like, okay, hey, who's your celebrity doppelganger? Who have you been said you look like? And then we have one for you as well that we've decided on. Nice. Nice. So one guy that, I mean, I don't know if it gets any better than this, but I've been mistaken for him. Um, it's actually the running back for um, the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Dillon. Um, and so I remember I was in, I was in the Bahamas one time, um, we were at like a NFL PA, uh, golf tournament and, um, this, some, some kids were up to me, AJ, like, aren't you AJ Dillon? And I was like, nah, man, but yeah, pull up AJ Dillon and, uh, you were, yeah, I pull know who him he up. is, but I'd look at the picture. So yeah, I yeah, could not tell you what AJ, oh, yeah. oh, God. I <laughs> could not tell you what, oh my, <laughs> there he is. Oh, I didn't know you played for Boston college, Austin. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Dude, that is that's freaky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, normally we pick out somebody you look like better than somebody else would, and you, yeah, we're not. I don't think we're close. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're gonna beat that one, hey, dude. Yeah, yeah we're so, AJ Dillon. I know him by his legs, not his. I couldn't tell you what his face looks yeah, like, but yeah. those, <laughs> those, those those thighs. Yeah, God, he, they call him Quadzilla. Well, that's like Saquon Barkley. Dude. It's another. For sure. Uh, so ours, ours for you was uh, Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats. Let me look this yes, person up. Look him up. And then I and then I've got one because we always have to have a second. Guess. We always have a stretch too. We have. A st- okay. Okay. I see it. Yeah. 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 I see it for sure. I mean, hey, you're bigger than him, so yeah, I'll give you that. Well, I mean, he looks like he's kind of tall though. So he might have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he is married to Alicia Keys. Us. So that's, that's plus. Oh, okay, that's a win. And then uh, I I had a uh, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, look, looks like the, you, you can you can pass for a Wayans brother, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, let me see this specifically in Hot Chicks. Ah, <laughs> yeah. he's, in, he's got he's got more hair on the top, you know. Well, yeah, he, one of the one of the movies he's he did. Yeah, he might have shaved it. He might have shaved it. Uh, hey, Swiss Beats is a good one, I think. And Swiss Beats is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like Swiss Beats. Yeah, but, so that's, that's but a, AJ Dillon's obviously. Yeah, dude, it's actually your twin. Dude, that is, <laughs> is and your running back, and your playing. Funny, um, Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying you're, and you're currently playing NFL, which is crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, actually, so I did a TikTok one time where I was, like, talking. I was, like, saying a riddle, and AJ actually duetted it. And set and so it was, like, kind of, like, poker fun. Like, we look exactly the same. And it was, like, who's actually talking kind of <laughs> thing. Um, so we kind of we play off of it every once in a while. I let him know when anyone calls me him. He lets me know when anyone calls him me so uh so it's a good time that's why our podcast is called dale not dale so you can y'all can start your podcast eventually there we go it was austin not austin yeah there we go and then nice. uh that's y'all g- <laughs> dude, throwing out some facts here dude um that was our yeah that was our segment so the other thing that i that i normally uh, i ask this to a lot of people too it's interesting to uh, hear what everybody's answer is if you're on death row and death row. Yeah, death oh, row. I messed up. Yeah. Like, oh, I messed up. yeah, I know. Okay. It's it's it gets it's I messed up bad. It gets dark in here. I mean, trust me, sometimes okay, okay. it gets dark. 
<laughs> if you're on death row and you've got the rest of your life to live on death row, but you can only eat one meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what would it be? And you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be healthy. It's just whatever you want. You're asking which meal? Like you're asking which meal? What's yes. Your, what's your but, last meal? But you have to say. That what is my have- last meal? Yeah. My last meal is going to be king crab legs, a bunch of them, like a few pounds of the big, big one, not the little small ones, the big king crab okay. legs, um, some steak and spaghetti and meatballs. Ooh. What does, no dessert? No, nah, I don't need the, ah, uh, yeah. Dude, let's they're bring, about to put you down. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring some dessert too. Um, we'll bring some, we'll throw it back to my grandpa back in those days of some root beer floats. Oh, Ooh. I love root beer floats. God, I haven't had a root yeah. beer float in my favorite. I know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but I, I would need to reminisce a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, uh, dude, you got some crazy workouts. Uh, that is funny. Today, I, I do CrossFit. I was at my gym. And I mentioned I was having you on, and one of the guys like, dude, that dude got some crazy calisthenics. Like, I have a buddy that does calisthenics a lot, so he he talked about you, and he was impressed with how you work out. And uh, yeah. we were talking about some of the YouTube videos we've seen of you. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's something that I used really to get away um, when I was when I was younger. Like, working out was like a, a place for me to kind of just be my be by myself, be with my friends, push myself. Um, they pushed me, I pushed them. It was a good social atmosphere. My offensive coordinator was also our strength and conditioning teacher. Um, and so he'd be in there, um, you know, lifting with us, bringing energy. And so it was just a place where I found a lot of comfort in. And um, really, it became just kind of a part of who I was and a part of my routine. And so I, I just continued to work out pretty much nonstop since my sophomore year of high school. Um, and I remember a time my mom was asking me, she said, awesome. Like, she called me like, hey, where are you at? And um, I remember telling her I was in I was at a snap fitness, um, but I was like, hey, I'm in here. I'm trying to become a millionaire. Like, I was just I was just working. Right. I was just working. I was just working out. I didn't know what it was going to lead to, but I just knew I was working hard. Um, and so it's never left me. Like I still love getting in the gym. I have a, I have a trainer now. Um, this is the first trainer I've really had for this amount of time just because he gets it. He gets how I like to work. He likes, he knows that I want to be pushed. I can only, I only work one-on-one because I want someone to like physically break me down, like make me want to quit. Like that's where I want to be pushed because I know if you do that, that's beyond what I would have done. Right. And so usually every time I leave the weight room, I'm pissed off at him because he made me do one extra thing when I thought we were done or one extra set or rep or something ridiculous. And I'm like, there's no way I can possibly do this. And he'll take me through it. And so like, if you're able to do that, like it helps you practice mental toughness. And if you practice mental toughness, man, like shoot, you feel like you could take on anything. And so uh, that's what that's what really what working out has become for me over not even just my pro uh, career, but back in high school, back in college, um, I actually got in trouble with me and one of my groups in college because we used to work out too much, too much. Uh, I don't know what that meant, but we were in the weight room after <laughs> after hours, definitely uh, in the rec weight room, always working out, getting the extra arms in, extra chest, core, all that stuff. Um, and it just stayed with me. And so for me. Right now, I'm, now I'm insanely compact and right have all this strength, but it's just been for me, it's been second nature because that's what I've been doing for so long. So when other people see me and the things that I do, they're like, "Dang, that's crazy!" But it's like, shoot, I've been lifting for 20 years, you know, or whatever it yeah. is, you know, 17 years um, out here. Um, so this is just what I do at this point. What's some of your, What's some of your PR numbers, man? Bench and squat. Um, yeah, the most I've ever benched was 380. I, I feel like the most impressive stuff I've done isn't like the. Yeah, I mean that's that's not bad, yeah. um, but it's not like the actual numbers. Um, I, I, I weigh into one ninety five too. I'm not the biggest guy. Um, three like eighty is actually good. Okay, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. No. Well, I mean, 
I gotta, you guys gotta remember who I'm around. Like I'm around these 300 pound dudes that, you know, will bench, you know, 400 a few times, you know, for, you know, their third set of five, you know? So that's kind of, it's a perspective thing. But like for me, like, you know, I'm like repping like four reps or like one arm pull-ups, right? Like things like that. Like I'm doing pull-ups with, you know, someone on my back, right? Doing push-ups with people on my back, doing squats with someone on the bar and the weight, like 315 on the bar and doing stuff like that. So just doing crazy stuff. Um, just to, just to have some fun with it, um, doing some like crazy jumping things. And so I always like to kind of put some, some twist to these workouts. Um, even though it's still a lot of weight for right, general people that aren't athletes and don't need to work out for a living. Um, and so it still looks impressive um, to when people, when people are doing it. Yeah. That's so. heavy. Um, Vaughn can't do a push up with a son on his back. Uh, <laughs> there's no need. I don't want to get injured. <laughs> Like, for instance, like my little brother and I, we did a pull-up contest where you put a 45-pound plate and you let it hang and yep. we, you just get as many reps as you can, right? And, right, busting out, busting out 19 reps, right, of, of just 45-pound plated pull-ups, um, things like that. Um, and then I do this thing called like the 405 squat challenge, right? And you just squat 405 as many times as you can. Do like 13 reps of that, right? You just keep busting it out. Um, and so, like, things like that. It's not necessarily that it's a crazy astronomical amount of weight, but it's like the amount of times, how you're doing it, yeah, right? Yeah, it's all, you got to get creative with the stuff. That's a yeah. lot of time under tension, man. That's that's heavy for a yeah. lot of reps. I'd be zero for either one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute zero. But uh, hey, one of the things I was going to ask, um, you know, I know you probably get this a lot, um, fantasy football. How yeah. annoying is it to have to? It's not, bro. It's not. It's it's not annoying at all. Like really, not with your stats. Well, well, here's the thing: fantasy football. There's let's back up. There's about one one thousand two thousand five thousand fan fantasy football fans to every one Charger fan. Yeah. Right. So what does that mean? What what does that matter? Well, most of my followers are sports betters and fantasy football fans. <laughs> yeah. And so most of the people that are supporting me, following, right, donating my charity, right, jumping on my and buying my stuff from my app, all these people listening to me, all my stuff, like right, all my relevancy really lives, yeah, in the Chargers community, but in fantasy football. And it's global. No matter where I go, I will get recognized because, hey, I either bet on you or you had you had I had you on my fantasy football team. And so for me, it is the biggest opportunity that skill positions, especially starters, have in front of us as far as getting our, our message out there and building a reputation for ourselves. These are our biggest supporters, right? Even though even though it's different, right? Because it's not the organization they're supporting, uh, but it, I love it better because they get to see my face. Right, they they see my face. It's not me in a helmet. It's me like this. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they're, they're picking <laughs> yeah. up you. They see me, or they're going against me. Right, so I absolutely love fantasy football. I have my own fantasy football podcast during the season, talking about fantasy because fantasy football is what has made the NFL, you know, take these new heights that it's gotten to. Right, sure, yeah. we have all these TV deals and stuff like that, but now you got you know Cindy, who's never watched a, a down in football ever in the office, who has a fantasy football team, and she's rooting for Austin Eckler with the Chargers because she wants to beat Carl, right? That she's playing this <laughs> yeah. week. Carl don't care about anyone, whoever wins, but he just wants to beat Carl, so she's rooting for Austin Eckler. You know, Carl it's like sucks. things like that. You know, so <laughs> I guess so I that's the reason I love fantasy. I guess I should rephrase the question. How do you feel when you have a bad game in the fantasy in the fantasy world? Oh yeah, look, well guess what? Look, I'm an athlete. Like 
I, I signed up for criticism. Like that, that is what it comes down to. But here's the thing. You, nobody else outside of what's in my brain will push me harder than I will push myself. I, it, I don't care how critical you're getting of me. Like you will not ever be trying to push me the way I'm trying to push myself. So you could tell me I was the worst. I've had people tell me I should go die. I really don't <laughs> care what you're saying. Because you won't push me more than I – like, I already know. If I had a bad game, I'm already hard on myself. I'm already coming back knowing I, I need to bounce back. I need to be better, more efficient, all that stuff. Um, I'm already in that mindset no matter what the circumstance is. And so, look, I take it. Like, I take it. You call me whatever. I've had people say I need a roundhouse kick you in the jaw because I needed two more points. Like, bro, <laughs> say what you want. Say what you want because you're not the one out there. I'm the one out there. I'm the one putting the work. I'm the one that you believed in in the beginning. That's why you picked me because you believed in me. And just because I had a bad game, yeah, you're going to let me know. There's some toxic people out there. There's toxic people everywhere. You can't shake them, right? Does it get in my head? Absolutely not. I actually think it's kind of funny um, because these people just think that like, hey, like they could just say whatever to me. But really, I know in real life they wouldn't. Um, so for me, like there's there's more supporters, you know, typically because I'm usually uh, scoring you a shit ton of points. <laughs> yeah. uh, so usually there's not too many people mad at me. But yeah, every once in a while you get that. All right, fine. You didn't have to say all that. I'll pick you first. <laughs> yeah, yeah you should pick me first. We'll yeah, pick, yeah, yeah. We'll pick you this yeah. year, Austin. It'd be a good pick. I'll, I'll, be I, a good I, got pick. A, I got a direct line to you now. I'll be like, dude, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Want, Let me know. Let me hey, know. We're gonna I'll come. Like, we're yeah, gonna. Yeah, right. We're gonna come with heat too, trying to really piss you off. Just see if we can break you. We're gonna get kid. <laughs> you can try. That'd be impressive if you did. Dude, I love that, dude. I love that mentality, man. That is, that is. I mean, it's addictive, dude. You need, like we said, you need to be a motivational speaker, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, I think that I could play in the NFL right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's simple but not easy, man. That's what it is. All I gotta do is stretch a little bit. Hey, so let's, there you let's, go. There you go. Know what so, a three technique is. You're good. So let's talk about your new thing, man. I, I know the. Uh, I want to talk. I want to know a little bit more. I had a Zoom call with you about it. Yeah, but your new app experiences. Uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's see what this is all about. Like, like I want to make sure people know about it. I signed up for it. I need yeah. to go. I need to get back with you and uh, go you maximize and put everything on it. Yeah. But uh, I want you to talk about it, man. So yeah, let's let's dive into it. Um, you know, as you you kind of heard me talk, um, especially all the things that I'm involved in with the foundation, um, with experience, kind of just like the motivational stuff I put out there, um, and how I told you I evaluate right. Right, success, right? How many lives I can positively impact? Um, that's exactly where experience, the the idea of experience started from. Was like, people want access to me. Like we have fans, right? And guess what? How do we usually utilize our fans, right? Well, it's usually you know like a podcast, something like this, or it's, maybe it's a brand deal because people want, right? People want to you know usually utilize your likeness and bring their your likeness over to their product. Well, it's like, how do we utilize our likeness? Right. And in the most efficient way where we can kind of turn it off, turn it on. And for me, it was like through small experiences, right, through video chats, through personalized video, through signing things, right, through maybe it's, uh, you know, some type of exclusive content, maybe it's gaming. Right. So I put all these different um, experiences in one place where you can build out a menu of what you're willing to offer to your fans. Um, and so a big one that I got was, hey, Austin, I want you to sign my jersey. Well, there's no way you can get your jersey signed. You know, um, and so what did I do? So I built a built a way for people to get their jersey signed now. Now they can buy it through experience, send it in, and eventually ends up on my doorstep with a return address back to them, and I could sign it for them. Um, and so it, what it is, like I said, it's a menu of Austin Eckler of of whoever is on there, right? 
whether it's yourself, you're gonna put, hey, I'll do a video chat, right? I'll do a personalized video, I'll do a sign my stuff, you know, maybe I'll do a social media engagement, right? I've had people like buy DM, repli DM replies and ask me questions, right? And so you can get in there and you can see this menu. And basically it's a way for us to offer this access that people are desiring because people, People probably don't care about your, you know, fifteen percent off link to, you know, some sponsor over here. Like they don't, yeah. they want to hang out with you. Like they, they would rather interact with you, right? Because that's going to be more meaningful to them. They're a fan of you. They're not a fan of, you know, brand paper towels. You know, uh, you know, whatever it is over there. You know, or whatever the the name name is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so that's that's what experience is. It's a platform for engagement, um, and it's been amazing. I've done like three hundred engagements. Um, every since we've launched and it, it, it kind of just proved the point of the need for this type of thing and there's there's other platforms out there like this but they're like really singular right there's yeah. like cameo where it's like you can do a personalized video and it's like more so like a one-off kind of type of thing where this is like a community like where people come back because there's so many different offerings they're like oh i want to do this now i want to do this or i might buy that one again because i like to do the video chat for three minutes you know and getting to talk to austin and actually see his face and you know ask him a question um so that's what experience is. And right now we have six different offerings. Um, I already have four more in the pipeline that we'll build out. And so that's the goal is to continue to build out the most interactive platform for influential people and their fans to connect on. So it's like their G version of OnlyFans. <laughs> in a way, but more personal. Yeah. More personal. Yeah, yeah. because it's actually interactions. You know, yeah. like you I actually love, get to talk to me. You know, I don't know what's going on over there. I love the sign you're like, you sign a jersey thing because, like I said, besides them trying to catch you at a game, which you're like, you're getting off the field. It's not like it's easy to get a, a signature at a pro game with any sport because it's right. just, these guys are, they're working, man. You, you get right. it. So that's a, that's so a really cool. Even, even, you know, going further than that, like I do do a signing, signing a couple you know, times a year. And so it's like, like I'll do them in like random place like Texas or Virginia, you know? And it's like, what about the people, you know, in Oregon and yeah. the people over here? And here's the thing. Let's go back to fantasy football. Most of my fans are fantasy football fans. And so they still rep, you know, Austin Eckler gear or they have like a jersey or a poster or even like a trophy they want to get signed. Except and for so, Carl. Yeah. Except Carl. for Carl. Yeah, Carl sitting in the big But it's like people, to get access to those people. Like, how do I do that? Right. And so this, that's exactly why I built the app. And I knew I'm not the only person. I'm not the only person out here with social media. We have fans all over the nation. Um, you know, and so like, even like the Dale, the Dale, not Dale could podcast could start, a sh could start its own experience, um, profile, right. Where you have fans that are uh, fans of the podcast, right. Do stuff and interact with both of you, things like that. Right. So it's really just a platform for people to utilize, to do interactions. That is awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's cool, man. It's a great idea. And then talking with you and just, the cool thing is you're passionate about it. So like I said, that's going to help drive this to be successful for you. I know that. Yeah. That's the goal anyway. Can I send you an AJ Dillon jersey and you sign your name on it? <laughs> Technically, you could, but uh, I'd be question. I'd be calling you up. Like, is this the right one? <laughs> you know, I'm not AJ Dillon. <laughs> sign it, Austin Eckler, DBA. <laughs> AJ Dillon, do it. Or you can, you can even say something bad about AJ Dillon. Just yeah. put your name on it. Nah, that's my guy. <laughs> we'll sell it to him. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Like I said, dude, we we appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to? No, I'm, I'm dude. We covered a lot, man. Like I said, we you, you've been a great. I think this is gonna be a great for people to see. Uh, one because, dude, I'm saying you're, you're super positive, which I like, and motivational. And so, 
Ooh, ooh, ooh. I always, I always interrupt people because I don't want to say I'm super positive, but I think okay. I'm super, I'm super, I'm super forward looking. Okay. Right? Forward, okay it's not go. all positive. There's not all, it's not all positive out here. You know, like there's shit where you get your, you get punched in the face, right? Yep. And you gotta, you gotta feel negative and you gotta use that as energy. Right. But yeah. forward looking, forward looking. You're, you're a realist. You're, yeah. I mean, like I said, hey, that's part of it, man. Like I said, but like I said, I like what you like what you had to say. Uh, you're super motivational, man. Like I said, Absolutely. we're we're gonna try for the NFL soon. Yeah, I mean, I think let's go, let's go, for boys. Me, for me, one one thing that this interview's kind of done too is, is you know you you know as a football fan, you are on the field, so you're you're judging, and I say it's judging. I mean, that's what it is. Fans are judging how well you do on a field, right? There's not. You know, you have interviews on ESPN and, and things like that, but you don't really understand the person. I think for me, within these interviews, like I can understand the person now. So I'm even more of a fan than I yeah, was correct. just just by having a conversation with you. And, I appreciate it, man. And I'm, it. and I'm coming for your job. So yeah, so we <laughs> we single handedly helping you get more fans because we've you know <laughs> yeah there you go there you go. Hey, well, hey, look. You coming from my job is nothing different. Like I tell the rookies and I tell my running back room every single year, you better be trying to take my job because yeah. you're not going to take my job. But I need you to push me to feel like, so I feel like you're going to try to take my job, right? And yeah. so it's that fire, man. Fire, iron sharpens iron, right? That type of mentality. And so please, please, with all means, come try to take my job. Oh, uh, Dale and I are about to go tackle each other. In the We're going to be like work done and I'll be Mike Allstutt. <laughs> I'm the big boy. <laughs> I want to be Danny right. Woodhead. Um, well, I, have, I appreciate you guys bringing me on, man. Yeah, yeah, for stuff. sure, man. No, really we appreciate it. Thanks for your time, man. Uh, yeah, I'll hit absolutely. you up. Let you know we get this. We we'll get this lined up for air. Uh, I'll start following social media. But I'll tag you when we get this this go uh, this on. So yeah. uh, hopefully, man, you can share it out for us if you can. If, uh, yeah, likewise. If you don't mind, man. But yeah, we appreciate it, man. We're yeah. definitely yeah. we're bigger Austin Eckler fans after the day for sure, man. I yeah. hope people listening will be the same. Appreciate it, man. Hey, and if there's anyone else on experience that you want to reach out to, if you want to uh, reach out to them, that's what we have. We're starting that the community side of experience too, where I kind of want everyone to not feel like you know opposed to right reaching out about any of our talent on there. Uh, yeah. Kind of want to feel like an immersive community. So uh, if you have anyone on there you're interested in, uh, let me know. And we can reach out for you, man. Awesome, man. Perfect. Dude. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, well, thanks for your time, Austin, man. Yep. Go kill it, man. Awesome. Absolutely. All righty, boys.